Having a baby doesn't have to mean feeling petrified or enduring hours of labour pain. My name's Sophia Hansen and I'm on a mission to help you feel calm and relaxed in pregnancy and labour because that's what helps you have a better birth. Check out sophiahansen.com to see what I can do for you. So on the actual um, day when I started to go into labour, the first signs were my water's breaking. It was, I had some meconium in the water, but only a little bit. So my doula, I decided to get a doula really last minute, about, I think, uh, probably about six weeks before I actually had Carl, and contacted her and explained what was going on. And she came round and she was like, oh, it looks like there is some, but it's not too much. And I was 10 days over. So she, she advised, well, she didn't advise us because she's not supposed to advise, but she sort of said, we'll be fine for a while if we want to or we have the option of you know like going into the hospital straight away or whatever because she knew our ideal birth was to avoid the hospital if possible (laughs) so yeah we decided to wait it out and the contractions started like straight away so from that point I had a contraction every five minutes for literally two days and then after the two days I started to get to the point where I was like, perhaps we should go to the hospital because they weren't really picking up that much and obviously my waters had broken. So um, we decided to go in and then from there on it kind of was induction because they weren't, like the, the baby wasn't stressed or anything, but I think in their ideal world, I would have gone in a lot sooner. But they were monitoring and everything, and everything was okay. Um, so it was a really hard decision for me because, like, I, I was still at the point where I was thinking, I'm in natural labour. Like, part of me was like, I can do this, but I also had this voice in my head that was just exhausted, and my whole body was exhausted, and I was really starting to feel the contractions a lot. So, yeah, there was a few tears, but it was only a couple of tears, and then we went in for induction. And actually, once we got to induction, it was actually, like, (laughs) the best part of the labour, which is really strange, because the induction was actually the part which I really didn't want out of everything that could possibly happen, because I hated the idea of, like, like a chemical induction, if you know what I mean. But I guess because I was in natural labour, I suppose it perhaps it wasn't quite as harsh as if I hadn't gone into labour at all. I don't know. But I managed to have a little rest, and the midwives were lovely. And, yeah, me and Ben just shared loads of magical moments of just, like, real stillness and quiet. Because I did end up having an epidural in the end because I was just I couldn't have gone through with the induction without any pain relief so it's quite funny really because my whole birth plan from the beginning was like no pain relief like have the baby at home avoid all interventions that was my ideal and then the actual outcome was essentially the opposite but in the moment it just didn't feel like that to us we were just moving with it and actually I don't know why I had such a fear of the hospital side of things because 
you know, they were so lovely and great and they really did listen to me and to us of what we wanted and the room was all dark and candles and stuff and the only people that were coming in and out of the room were our two midwives as well and we only had two because one of them was a student I think so you know like it was really private yeah it was amazing got to nine centimeters in about I think the, the day got to nine centimeters and it was just just at that point where they were they'd been checking me regularly and stuff and for some reason I wasn't progressing from nine to ten in the end the doctor came around and advised that we go for a c-section it wasn't like a full-on emergency or anything I wasn't rushed there but that was the advice and we asked to stay going a little bit longer because I was just thinking I've got all this way like I can I can do it like one more centimeter and you know he'll be starting to come out and I can do it so <laughs> I tried my best and we just stayed like really present and really calm and really quiet and just try, I tried to just let my body do its thing you know and not get too worried about anything and that's when the hypnobirthing I suppose really came in because it was I was just had to just totally accept as everything was at the moment I was getting you know the contractions coming back through quite strongly particularly down one side and I was tired and I was just like oh so we waited one more hour and the doctors were like you've still not progressed so we're gonna have to do a c-section if that's okay so there was a few more tears but they were literally just released tears really I think and still we felt totally okay and we got taken in to the room and I was quite I was worried that Ben was worried I remember feeling like a bit you know, like, because it must have been hard for him to see me in that situation after the whole three days of labour that we'd had. He was tired. And I, I kind of had that feeling, so I was, like, reassuring him. I was like, I'm really fine, you know. <laughs> and so from there, like, within a couple of minutes, Cal was out, and they told me it was a boy, and he was all blue at first, but then they took him over to the table and checked him over and stuff, and... And then they continue to stitch, well, yeah, do me up, whatever, stitch me up. (laughs) And uh, that was it. So as you say, it's quite amazing that you went from having your your ideal kind of dream birth of being a home birth, zero intervention, very private, just really allowing everything to run its course, to literally turning that whole situation on its head through an induction, an epidural and a C-section. And still you find that strength within you for all of that, not to be, no, I don't want that, and to be really fighting it, which of course makes everything more difficult all over again, but to really allow yourself to go into that emotion that's both the the sense of relief that you've got that support there, and I guess also to an extent the sense of relief that, that you understand what those procedures would be and the willingness to, to roll with them, because you know at the end of the day, as you said, you're getting to meet Cal that's how it totally felt I think because we'd, we'd done quite a lot with the hypnobirthing and we knew we did know about all these different outcomes and stuff thankfully which I think made a big difference all the decisions were like made on our terms so we were so grateful that the support was there because it just turned out that we did need it and 
that's why I was I was really grateful of the you know the midwives and everything because it kind of can come across a little bit like you don't want their help I suppose if you're mm. wanting to go totally home birth and totally I know you have midwives at home but it's kind of to- a bit different isn't it and you're a bit like you want to sort of push everyone away a little bit but then it was yeah really good in the moment to be there with them I felt totally supported and I think I needed that by that point and tell us a little bit about that first kind of golden time when you got to to hold Carl and did you have skin to skin what was your experience when you were first able to to lay eyes on him or to to just touch him I was just be like the smile across my face was massive I I struggled to cry much because I think I had so many drugs (laughs) by that point that I was like I had I wanted to cry I had the emotion of cry of crying but not much was really happening but I was just I was so happy that it was all like a bit of a you know a bit of a crazy whirlwind and I just watched Ben from across the room because he got to sit with the lady while she checked his fingers and his toes and stuff while I was still on the table and I just lay and watched them I ended up knocked out for a while after Mm -hmm. that and then when I eventually came around I was a little bit you know feeling very groggy but still very happy and I got to have him down by my side and I've got a little video of it actually and it's just so cute because I can remember it but not remember it if you know what I mean like I think I'm, I'm if the if I didn't have the video I'm not sure how clear it would be in my mind but considering like I, I wasn't able to move at all so it made it very difficult to have proper skin to skin with him and I have wires everywhere, like, it, you know, it, it, I was getting a bit stressed with the wires because I couldn't touch him properly. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, oh, it, he was just, from the start, like, he barely cried, like, he just made a little noise and his eyes were wide open. And it was just, it was amazing just having there by my side. Um, we got, you know, we tried to feed a little bit, so we did, we did a bit of that. Um, but then because of COVID as well, sadly, Ben had to go then. He wasn't allowed to stay with us. So we continued to feed a little bit and we just stayed together. But I, I remember him being very tired after that. So he got put in his little cot thing mm-hmm. and then I had a sleep. Um, so it wasn't really until I came home that I really, well, the next day, but the next day was a little bit full on as well with, you know, nurses checking and things like that so then when I got home that's when I really got close to him and really got to get the skin to skin and stuff as you know Sophia how I really wanted the the whole thing to be it was the complete opposite in the sense that I didn't get immediate skin to skin and you know all of that stuff but it it still all felt really great and I remember when I saw those first first few photos on Instagram where Cal was tucked down by your side and then the first one that you shared where you were hugging and you could just see the absolute love that was coming through there so it's not as if in many ways that the love that you had initially that you weren't able to to show him in the skin to skin or or through feeding didn't go anywhere it just all came out at the time where you did you did have that access to him and you look like a, it's just an exceptional level of bonding between the two of you. It's really beautiful to watch. I was really grateful actually because 
I had um, a breastfeeding, she's a doula as well, but she's like a breastfeeding specialist. And she came round after about, I think about five days or something of him being in the world because we were just having a little bit of difficulty. And she was just like, just keep him in bed with you and, you know, just really show him that you're there all the time. And mm. we've never stopped doing that. Like he just sleeps in bed with us and, you know, everyone has their own opinions on that. But for me, that's just been the most amazing thing because he's just, there is like such closeness with him. He knows he can reach me within, you know, just opening his mouth and I'm there. <laughs> and it's, that to me has been so precious because I think we needed that because of our, the birth and the situation and stuff. Because I hadn't actually really been feeding him lying down on my side. Um, and she reminded me of that position. And then from there, I've just lay with him down by my side and my arm around him. I think the first, probably the first couple of days, we didn't sleep much. We were like, you know, a bit nervous about squashing him or a bit nervous, was he okay? Did he have enough space and that kind of thing? But I think as a mum and dad, to be honest, you're just so alert anyway. Like I would be feeling like that even if he was in his Moses basket because I'd be still wondering what he was doing. Mm. <laughs> so... <laughs> It didn't matter at all, um, but it just took a couple of days, and then ever since then, a couple of days, we it's, we have absolutely no worries anymore. I'm, I'm always just there, and, you know, we've just got it. We're in such a good routine with it now that, I, I, you know, it just works for us personally, and I know that he's happier there. So, yeah, I guess everyone finds their own thing with that well well done and thank you so much for for sharing your your birth story and Carl's arrival into the world it sounds like he's certainly going to be shaking up shaking up the world as he goes through his life (laughs) and just deciding that's not the entrance I'm planning to have it's going to look like this so that's really lovely to to share that bit thank you Are you ready to take control of the ways you can influence your birth for the better? Head over to sophiahanson.com and bag yourself a freebie. Calm and relax is the name of the game no matter what type of birth you're planning. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss a thing. Lots of love. Bye bye for now.